Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation on culture. We hope you enjoy. Yeah. So like the a day-to-day example is like, what's the culture on the job site that you're at? Like yeah. speaking directly to the refuge guys who are hearing this, what is the culture at work? What is the culture um, with the group of guys you spend the most time with? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, I guess, so it, it is a challenge. This is my challenge to each of you guys, uh, refuge men. If you're seeing something, but like, I don't like how we're treating each other. I don't like how I'm being treated. That's a result of the culture. So that's what we're talking about. And so we, we, you can't go through life saying like, well, I'm just not going to care about it because everybody has an opinion or a deep belief in the things of God and how in the things of this world, it's just whether we share them or not. Um, but it is, it, they do give guidance to who we hang out with or not, how we respond when people go against our cultural beliefs. Because when someone goes against our, our cultural belief, it's not just an idea they're pushing up against. If we believe these things, it can often feel like we're, we are being personally attacked when someone doesn't agree with one of our beliefs, which typically isn't happening. Not like, not to say that like some, someone does like, Sometimes people come after you personally, but most of the times, a lot of the conflict and anger and like enragement that you're seeing just in the world, um, all the, like just in, in our communities is because people are taking a disagreement on a belief as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. And so a cultural trait that we have at the refuge, that's why those, those are important. That unconditional love means unconditionally loving everybody, uh, the way that Christ modeled for us. So that means there's people who aren't going to think the way we think, but if we as a, as an organization, as people want to go through the walk through this community and world, unconditionally loving people, that means we have to intentionally create safe spaces to love people and show and receive love. And it's going to get messy and so there has to be the, there's these unexplained or sometimes just like, man, hopeless, op- hopeless moments where you're like, I don't know if this person's going to change. I have to depend on God and let God work on this person to change them. Cause I'm not going to change them. So that's, that's how those four things kind of work together in a situation in, in a, in a proper, in like a, that's the example of how we want those things to work together. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's lots that's been written the even just in the past several years about culture, especially in business and leadership books. Um, but you know, and that's what we're talking about. But a lot of people have a lot of different things to say. Obviously, um, there's differing opinions, um, as you even just alluded to. But I think, I think one of the things that I've noticed as being a consistent theme is this idea of trust. Um, I was asking one of my coaches, uh, Brian Howard, about. I just asked him, you know, what when you when you think about culture, because he leads a fairly large nonprofit and um, and 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 several businesses. And I just said, you know, what what do you think of when you think culture? And he referenced Patrick Lencioni. I don't know if you ever read the Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Um, I read that years ago. It's a really good book if you haven't read it. But um, he said, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is just trust, genuine trust. Um, and we're, you know, as, as a refuge staff, we're coached by um, Jim and Rich um, and Cliff and Sally at Crosspoint Ministry. And they talk about, you know, the first movement of the human 
the human soul and, and really human development is the ability to trust or distrust, right? And I think when we're talking about um, in a business setting, often when we're talking about culture, we're talking about how do we get people to advance or how do we get people to perform at a high level? When we're at the refuge, we're talking about how do we how do we create an environment where individuals that are dealing with brokenness and, and struggle to be able to change? And regardless of either of those settings, right? We would we would think those are so different settings, but in reality, it doesn't matter. In order for anyone to, to grow or perform at a higher level or or change, it starts with an environment where trust is taking place, where trust is happening, right? Hmm. And uh and so it's so, given, given and received. Yeah. And so dysfunction, just to kind of put it in Lencioni's language, who wrote the five dysfunctions of a team, it's the absence of trust. That's one of the, the primary dysfunctions, right? The lack of vulnerability, people being not real, um, just the absence of trust, right? There's not respect or acceptance or vulnerability um, or, 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 you know, this distrust in each other's character. Um, and so in order for any of the things that we've mentioned up to this point, if you don't have trust, you can't do much. And I think we're even seeing that again. I, I don't, I don't want to go off on a rabbit trail too much here, but I think that's what we're seeing as a culture, like a society right now, like, a, like not just a refuge culture, but like mm-hmm. a culture at large is major distrust of government, of societal structures and systems of all sorts of there's just churches churches there's just major distrust right now and since i believe that trust is a cornerstone to being able to move forward um that's obviously one of i think one of the major reasons there's several that there's so much um pain and confusion Right now, I mean that, that that those things always exist to some degree, but I think it's the the high level of mistrust that a lot of people are experiencing, or maybe even experiencing to a more exaggerated level, that it's producing just the lack or the opposite of of growth of healthy development, and it's really it's really creating um, chaos both relationally from person to person, from organization to organization, but also individually, just people's depression, anxiety, fear, so on and so forth. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is why, which is why those cultural traits are so important because we hear like the, the thing like that storyline you just went through of like, this is how we're uh, breakdown in culture is we're seeing the results of that in addiction, depression, anxiety, anger at each other, demonization of other thinking. Um, so those are all huge issues that we can all kind of feel um, personally in our own families and our own, in our own friendships and um, the places we live. But the, the cultural traits we're talking about here at the refuge are a better, more beautiful picture of what we think can be produced. If we, as a group of people start following those at however imperfectly as we're going to, but as we start pushing and leaning into them, that's how we start changing the culture because the, the solution to a, a, I think a Christ centered solution to 
uh, unhealthy, evil culture is not avoidance, is not separating ourselves. It's getting into the cult, being in the culture, but not of the culture. And that's a pretty big, uh, I guess, dense or heavy idea, but it's being strong enough as like, this is why you guys, again, go talking to the refuge guys specifically. It is, it is why we want to create a safe place within the refuge for us to identify who we are, who we say we are in Christ, to go out into a broken world that needs us so we can be those healthy people around it. And we slowly change the culture through those traits of unconditional love, being intentional, creating safe, a safe place for people to mess up, safe place for people to express their fears, different ideas um, and concerns and hopes for the future, and also just trusting that God is at work in our lives. That's how we change the culture. And that's important because as we change the culture, people are going to look at why they improved and look at us and ask why that happened. And that's an open door for us to talk specifically about who Jesus is and how he's redeemed everything in our lives. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back on Monday with part three in our conversation on culture. We'll see you then.